Hey there, I'm Sandra McLemore, and I have trekked both the globe and the travel industry for over 25 years. From my first steps as a travel agent to my exciting career as a travel TV host and contributor on network news and morning shows. And now, coaching over 42,000 travel entrepreneurs. Guys, I've seen the highs and the lows of what it means to market and sell travel. Whether you're taking your very first steps in the industry or scaling up to reach amazing new goals, perhaps feeling a little bit adrift and looking for a compass, you, my friend, are in the right place. In each episode, we're going to learn from stories that inspire, strategies that work, and conversations that dive deep into the heart of starting up and scaling a travel business. Fasten your seatbelts, stow away your doubts, and prepare for takeoff. This is your boarding pass to the Travel, Marketing, and Media Podcast. So a few episodes ago, I talked about what would happen if you stopped using social media for your travel business and how you should come to making that decision because that decision is the absolute best way forward for the majority of travel advisors, but not for everyone. But today I really wanted to focus this episode on the people who have decided, like myself, to no longer use social media as a as a priority in your marketing plan as as one of the the main you know f- pillars that's holding up your marketing strategy because the amount of time that we spend on social media whether or not you are creating content posting content engaging with people or most likely just getting stuck like quicksand on social media when you go in to do a work related task is blinding it is just It's mind-boggling. I gave the example in the previous episode when I was talking about social media that when you post on social media, around 4%, 4, F-O-U-R, 4% of people actually see your post. And when I say your people, I mean specifically your followers. So for every 100 followers that you have, around four of them will actually see your post. And I likened this to sending out invitations for a big event, whether it's a wedding or a dinner party or a birthday. Imagine sending out 100 invitations to the people you absolutely want to have part of it and only four people seeing the invitation. We're not even talking about responding. We're just showing up. We're just talking about seeing the invitation, visibility. So this episode, I really wanted to focus on three things that you can do right now that you should do, that you must do. You know, I'm always on the fence of like, oh, you could consider doing this if it works for you. Today, I am not sitting on the fence and giving you different options. I am telling you as your business coach, these are three things you have to do to move the needle in your mar- in your travel business and get the marketing working for you. Because remember, marketing always works. It always works. If your marketing isn't working, it's because there is a piece of it 
that needs tweaking. And we talked about a lot about that in episode three. So go listen to metrics and measurements and tweaks. So let's jump in. If you have decided, if you are one of those people who has decided um, that social media is just not something you're going to mess with anymore, before you actually go ahead and you know jump and dive and put all your focuses into the other things that I think that I know are going to pay off a gazillion times more. I want you to have your official breakup with your social media plan. And I think that we actually have to do something. We can't just say, I'm not really going to mess with it anymore. Uh, that's like me saying, I'm not really going to mess with sugar anymore. We're still together. <laughs> I just go on and off of her. <laughs> I still like her. I've never disliked her, even though I know she's bad for me. So here's the thing. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go over, make a post on your social media platforms saying, hey, we're taking a break from social media. We're over on our website where all of the travel magic is happening. Come join us over there. Link in the bio. And then type the link out as well in case people prefer that. And do that. It's not saying that you quit social media, but it is giving a very good explanation because if people see you stop posting for no reason, they notice, they notice. Now, here I am saying that only 4% of people see your posts. Well, I'm talking about that 4% who are interested in what you're posting, who are seeing your posts. When they go back to click on your actual feed on your profile for Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, if you have not posted in six months or, or, or six weeks, people notice. So that's the first thing I want you to do. I saw a travel advisor do this the other day and I loved it. She's in our community. She put up a picture of um, two beach chairs, uh, empty beach chairs on a beach. And it says, doesn't look like, I, I can't remember, but you could write something like, doesn't look like we're here right now. Of course we are. We're actually all over on our website. We've taken a break from posting for social media so that we can work on some incredible itineraries for lovers. And if we would love that to be you, if you want to come over and check out what all the buzz is about on our website and perhaps have a bit of a look around and be inspired for your next vacation with your lover, meet us over there. Link in bio, but it is also dot 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 com whatever it is so yeah go ahead and do that first so i guess what we're going to jump into these these things that i believe that i know for sure are the things that you should be focusing on and if you decide to give social media the kick um, whether it's temporarily for six months or 12 months or for good, then these are still the things that you should have been doing anyway. I just want to put that out there, but also the things that you should continue to do moving forward. These are literally, especially the first three, what I have done to build my business. Because in today's hyper-connected world, a, st a strong digital presence is seen as like an absolute necessity. It's become something that we're like, well, I've got a business now. I've got to get a social media profile. I've got a business now. I've got to start posting. And travel advisors and travel agencies are no exception. But if you feel overwhelmed and frustrated by the lack of results on social media, you can blame two people. You can blame social media. Social media was a person for getting you hooked on the social crack, but you can also blame yourself just for a second. I don't want, I don't, I don't want you to be that heavy with yourself. Give yourself grace. When you know better, you can do better, but it is your choices of where you spend your time, your money, and your energy that will either drain your reserves of all those three or put a 
fire under your business. Okay. So here are a few ways that if you're deciding to give social media the kick that I definitely believe that should be your number one priority. So the first thing is to build a compelling, high polished and high converting website. Your website is your digital storefront. It's your business card. It's your brochure. It's your flyer. It's your wardrobe. It's your home. It's everything that people see about you that they use to make a determination about who you are and what you can do for them. If you are tired of chasing algorithms on social media platforms, then why not invest more time into your website? Because think about how much time you actually spend on social media. Now, I just spent about 15 minutes flipping through threads, the new Meta app, and I I really am enjoying it right now as a non-work distraction. I'm not on there as travel marketing and media. I'm not on there as Sandra McLemore, the TV host. I'm not on there as the travel contributor for major news networks. No, I'm just on there as Sandra. There's stuff about like there's there's stuff about kids and family and travel and like just all the things that I love. It's giving me a great break. But I tell you the minute that businesses start showing up on there and advertising, I'll be done with it. I'll probably just go back to Pinterest. Even though this advertising to me it's more of a, a, a respite from social. But your website Imagine if you spent that same amount of time, that same 15 minutes that I just spent on threads posting a new article or a new blog onto your website. Imagine if you spent that because that's all it takes. It literally takes 15 minutes to copy and paste an article that you've either written or that you got from us from our shop or from our all access pass membership, anything like that. It literally takes less than 15 minutes. So ask yourself, should I have been on threads? Should I have been on social media? Should I have been in a rabbit hole now looking at the latest travel advisor or this or supplier, this or that? No, you could have put up a brand new piece of content. You could have put up a brand new article showing off what an expert you are. You say you want a book more honeymoons. You say you want to book more river cruises. You say you want to book all of these extra things, but what are you actually doing off of social media to do all of those things? Okay. A website is a thousand percent where you want to invest. I believe 30% of your marketing time on your website. 30% of your marketing time should be on your website right? The second thing that you want to do in addition to your website, and oh, let me just say, by the way, with a website, I want to make it super clear. It's a website that you have full control over, hands-on 10 and 2. We're not talking about the website that your host agency gave you. We're not talking about the website that your franchise or whoever gave you. That's not your website. That's their website, I want you to have your own website. It could be a one-page website. It truly could. And if you need that, reach out to us. If you need a one-page website, reach out to us. If you want a beautiful, high-converting website, then you need to be on website in a weekend. You can start signing up for it now. You can do payment plans, whatever you need to do. But you've got to have a high-converting website. 
A website, after all, is where you are going. It's the platform that you're going to showcase your, your, your travel opportunities, the type of travel, the niche of travel that you have. It's where you'll tell engaging stories. It's where you'll share customer testimonials, where you'll provide valuable travel tips. It's where people will see you as the person that they cannot possibly go on a trip without having worked with. Because good SEO optimization, that means helping helping the search engines to find you, regular content being added to it all helps you to rank higher, not just in search engines, but in the deciding minds of people who you want to book travel for. It's going to help you to increase your visibility without relying on social media. And we have some super incredible ways ideas for you to help you to get more visibility to your website because you can't just build a website. That's like setting up a shop, like going down, getting a commercial lease, fitting it out, painting it and doing all the things, stocking it with clothes or shoes or whatever you're going to sell, food, imagine something that, that, that's got a shelf life and then just expecting people to come. It doesn't work like that. But there are some incredibly affordable and so smart strategies, super smart strategies that you can use. So website has to be number one. I want you to write that down and I want you to ask yourself right now, is my website incredible? Not okay. Is it incredible? Do you know how proud I am of my own website? When you go to my website, travelmarketingandmedia.com or when you go to sandramacklemore.com, I am proud of my website. They 1000% represent the business that I do, the person that I am, and what I can do for my clients. And yours has to be exactly the same. So if you don't have a website that you are as proud of as I am of mine, reach out to us. We'll give you some options. All right. Number two, I want you to spend 30% of your time focused on email marketing. 30% of your time focused on email marketing. Now, email marketing is, by definition, collecting and growing an email list full of the type of people who want to book the kind of travel that you want to sell. Those people, you want to have an enormous email list of those people, highly engaged. They open your emails, click on your emails. They just want to have the experiences that you want to sell. So email marketing is a three-step process. Number one, it's about getting visibility on your business so that people actually know that they can sign up for your email list. Number two is sending them something every single week that keeps you top of mind and top of speed dial, reestablishing every single week that you are such an expert, you are such a pro that they couldn't imagine booking travel without you. When I see my travel advisor show up, I think to myself, oh, yeah, I've got to call her, right? How many of you, and I, I asked this at a conference in DC last week, I was at an incredible conference with some amazing travel advisors, and I asked in the audience for people to stand up if they have bought something, made a purchase or a transaction because of an email that they were sent in the last four weeks, about 80% of the room stood up. So go away with your, I don't want to bother people on email. I don't want to be annoying on email. 80% of this big event all stood up because they had all purchased something based on an email that they had gotten. 
So the second step, like I said, is, is that weekly creating weekly content and emailing that out to your email list so that you can have 80% of the people on your email list eventually booking travel with you. And for some people, it's going to be immediately. And some people, it's going to be in a couple of months. And for some people, it might just be a year or two away until they do that, right? But that has to be your number one priority. And then number three, the third part about email marketing that I absolutely love is being able to send out a great sales email. We call that a travel opportunity because I don't want you sending out deals and BOGOs and offers and promotions and like sales and discounts. Those are all cuss words in travel marketing. They only attract you the wrong kind of client, the client that wants to price shop and run away. But a good travel opportunity email I'll tell you all about that on another day, but that's where if you've got this beautiful email list full of people who want to book exactly the kind of travel that you want to sell, and then all of a sudden you say, hey, this just came across my desk. It's for travel between this date and this date, book by this date, prices starting at this date. Here's where you're going to go. Here are the experiences you can have. Of course, we can customize these experiences to your own personal travel style. Click here to jump on a quick 10-minute call with me to check if this is the right next vacation for you and get you booked, if so. That's powerful. I'm seeing travel advisors in our community sending that email to an email list of 5,000 people and getting 30 bookings back. You can't send that kind of email randomly to anyone. You can only send that email to people who love and trust you. Only people who love you are going to RSVP for your wedding or your 50th birthday. If you send an invitation out to a bunch of people who have never heard of you and don't know you, they're not going to RSVP, even for a free wedding or a free birthday party. So definitely email marketing has to be where you spend the next 30% of your time. So now we're at 60% of your marketing time. And the third thing I think that a lot of you see me doing it, and maybe you don't recognize that I'm doing this to grow my business and have been doing this tactic for seven years almost, is to partner up. Collaborating with non-competing businesses or people who have the same ideal client that you do in related or non-related industries can lead to mutually beneficial outcomes. Partnerships with local hotels, restaurants, transport companies, event organizers, clothing brands, mommy bloggers, um, Look, wine clubs, anything and everything that you can possibly think about. If you think about a business or a person who has the same clients as you, partnering up with that person is an incredible opportunity. I remember when um, I had um, um, somebody come to me and say, hey, I do accounting for small businesses and I specifically want to niche down into an industry, do travel advisors need help with accounting? Do they need someone who can learn their industry inside out and then be able to help them no matter where they live with their bookkeeping, their money management, their time management? And I said, you know what, Dre, that's a great idea. You should do that. And yes, travel advisors would. So this, he's a friend of mine and Anthony's, him and his wife are friends of ours. Our kids go to preschool together. And I said to him, do that. So he is currently working on building his business that will help travel advisors to manage, to build their cash, 
to manage their bookkeeping and to better position them for the best possible tax outcomes by following the law, but taking advantage of the great opportunities that are out there. That's not something that I can do. So he came to me knowing that I had the audience that he that he wants to target. Now, originally, there's not going to be in, sorry, initially, there's not going to be anything in that for me. He's not going to come to me with travel advisors who have never heard of travel marketing and media. I'll be helping him to stock his pantry full of email subscribers, right? But as he grows and as he gets bigger, he will attract travel advisors that don't know of me. And he will tell them, I can help you with your money, but if you want your marketing done, go to Sandra. So here we are, two different business people with the same ideal client, the same audience, and we can collaborate and partner up. Inside of the travel industry, you can see who my biggest collaborations are. I collaborate with the river cruise industry, with the ocean cruise industry, with resorts and hotels, with tourism boards, and with Asta. Those are mutually beneficial collaborations. I collaborate with host agencies, consortia. If your host agency needs marketing training for your travel advisors, you should be telling them about me. We have the same ideal client. We have the same goals for travel advisors. I want travel advisors to have incredible marketing so they can sell enormous amounts of travel. I want you all to be rich. I don't know if I've ever told you that before. I want you to be rich. I want you to have the level of wealth where all of your bills are on auto pay because you don't have to check your bank account balance. I want you to have the level of wealth where the only debt that you have is possibly your mortgage. That's just that one thing. I want you to have the level of wealth where your credit cards get paid off in full every single month. And I want you to have the level of wealth when Sandra McLemore sends you an email and says, hey, let's jump on a Paul Gauguin or an Avalon or an Ama or a Safari Trek and let's throw in some marketing classes and photo shoots that you're like, I'm there. You don't even have to think about it. And you fly first class, baby. Okay. So partnering up is one, it's such an old school marketing approach, such an old school marketing approach, but it always works. Okay. So those are the things that I want you to really focus on. I said I was going to give you three to six, but those are the things that I want you to really, really, really focus on and make sure that you get onto immediately. And I can help you with at least to actually, I can help you with all three of those things. I can help you with building a website. I can help you with your email marketing and I can help you with your partnership strategies in a new program that we have coming called coaching and performance. But I just wanted to, I don't want this to be about what I've got. I want it to be about what you've got 30% time on your website, 30% time on your email marketing and 30% of your marketing time on partnerships. That makes up 90% 90% of your marketing. The other 10% is just for picking up the phone and calling your clients and chatting to them and sending them a personal email or text message. Okay. I hope you love this episode. I want you to go over to our Facebook group. I'm going to put up a post so that we can discuss this and I want to hear your thoughts. We're going to have you sorted in there with all kinds of tools and tips that you need for email marketing from how to turn the content into lead magnets, how to get out those visibility ads for Facebook. We're going to have you, we've got podcast scripts in there, video scripts in there, articles in there, everything for that middle step, that second step. And 
um, for partnering up and those sales email opportunities. We're going to have you covered in the coaching and performance program when that comes out. So don't think I can't do these three things that are going to take up 90% of my marketing time. You absolutely can. You absolutely can because I'm here to help you do it. Come over to the Facebook group. Let's talk about it. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you'd like to hear more, head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash podcast to get notified about new episodes and also listen to any that you may have missed. And if you'd like to ask a question about this episode, you can send it there for me to answer on a live Q&A. We'll see you in the next episode.